Hi, everybody, and welcome to How Music Charts, the podcast where we explore the dance between using business data and making creative decisions in the music business every day. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I'm your co-host, Rutger. This podcast is owned and operated by Chartmetric, a music data company that connects numbers to narratives to help professionals leverage the power of music. Remember, any opinions or views expressed by our guest or the co-hosts on this podcast are theirs alone and do not in any way constitute the opinions or views of any company they work for. To preserve a tone of earnest dialogue and protect our guests, we will refrain from using names of any kind, personal, company, or otherwise. So, we are about showcasing great talent working on the forefront of music and data, and we've got a very special guest for Season 2, Episode 3. From 2012 to 2019, this guest has spent seven and a half years with a large satellite radio company operating in the U.S. Hmm, I wonder who that is. <laughs> Moving up the ranks from board engineer to program director and working with many of the company's over 1,000 stations. Before that, he worked in various capacities in social media and film editing and was a DJ at his university station, WMUH Allentown Radio. <laughs> he interned also at several industry publications as well and most recently has made the glorious return to school to train in data science at a well-known programming boot camp here in New York City itself. So without further ado, please welcome to How Music Charts Podcast, Jackson Bull. Hey. Was that my LinkedIn profile? Yeah. Just right. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I stalked you. Wow. I stalked you on LinkedIn uh, a lot. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, I'm you still glad haven't I kept that updated. Then. You still haven't connected with me, bro. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, get on, I'll get on that. Awkward. <laughs> is Bull your real last name? It is. It, it is? is? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jackson. My namesake is Jackson Brown, if that, has, if nice. that means anything. Yeah, got yeah. you, got you. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah my, my parents were both big fans of him. Yeah, so. that's cool. So yeah. I, so a big reason why we wanted to have you on the podcast was, uh, of course, your, your a significant amount of time at mm-hmm. a large satellite radio company <laughs> operating in the U.S. <laughs> mm. Are we are we cool mm. with with discussing that, Jackson? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, serious. Oh, cool. Yeah. Serious. I mean, actually, <laughs> before we actually get into that, um, your time as an undergrad, actually, let's start yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. At Muhlenberg College. Muhlenberg. Muhlenberg. Excuse me. Yes. Um, in, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. Allentown. So you worked as a PR director and a radio DJ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really just did that as a hobby. I wasn't anticipating on making a career out of it. I was uh-huh. actually more focused on on film and filmmaking, film production, mm-hmm. yep. film history. Yeah. I had a friend who was doing, uh, who had a radio show his freshman year, and I always, you know, come, my coming from, you know, a musical family, my dad was a musician. Okay. Uh, music has always been a big part of me, so, yeah. and I love sharing music and, and you know, telling people my thoughts on, on what's good or not. And, uh, yeah, so, like, radio, having my own radio show where I can just play my favorite tracks, like, Seemed pretty awesome to me. You know? Okay. What uh, what are some of your favorites? Uh, uh, it, it it changes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it changes all the time. That's actually a hard. How, question. About, uh, how about at that time? At that time. At that time. I guess I was listening to a lot of like singer songwriter, like folk rock, like roots rock stuff. Okay. Um, things that I guess would you know be deemed uh, like alternative country yeah. or mm. outlaw country. Things that kind of like fall outside of, like, top 40, mm-hmm. uh, you know, country music. Yeah, cool. yeah that, that just kind of stemmed from my sphere of influence growing up in Nashville. Yeah. Or that was kind of, like, a lot of our, like, family friends, like, played that kind of music. Yeah. Uh, oh, people like John Hyatt and John Prine, like, you mm-hmm. know, I had a 
pretty good relationship with those people, yeah. with my dad being a musician. So, you know, that's that kind of music is where I always tend to, you know, fall back to. Whether, you know, whether I go off the rails and, like, start listening to metal or <laughs> electronic music, you know, eventually, like, I get tired of those. Yeah. Sure. And then kind of, like, the, the alternative country is, like, my base. Mm. Alternative uh-huh. country. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I dig uh, that. But at the time, so so at the time though, you said that it was like a, it wasn't even like I want to go on a radio. You were kind of like ah, oh, whatever. It seems like a fun gig. I'm yeah, talk about music with my buddies and yeah, exactly. Because like I I I like metal music and country. Yeah. yeah. So in the middle hour, I would do uh, what I would call a kettle hour, where I play country music and metal back to back. So I go from Willie Nelson to Mastodon, that's awesome. to Waylon Jennings to Metallica. Yeah. To you know, yeah. And so you guys did the whole nine, like you had like people call in and you had like requests. Uh, yeah, usually and... like you know the same like <laughs> the same callers every single time. Cool. So then, so then after so then you finished up. Um, at Muhlenberg? Yeah, yeah. Muhlenberg. Four years later with a media and communication BA. Yeah. Um, cool. So then it was like film editing was your thing at the time. And then. I couldn't get a job, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, because I, I knew a lot of people, you know, in music, and, and I had this one contact at SiriusXM through a mutual friend who's the program director of Outlaw Country. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he kind of took me under, under his wing. And you know, introduced me to some of the, some other serious folks. Yeah, I started out as a part-time coordinator. Okay, for about two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Then they hired me full-time uh, as a coordinator, okay. and then promoted to assistant program director, then program director, and yeah, uh, over the course of yeah eight years, it yeah, was yeah, it was yeah. a long and brutal. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> period of my life of yeah. working like nights and weekends and mm. holidays. Yeah, you know, I didn't start celebrating like New Year's Eve until like two years ago. Wow, <laughs> so, you know, because you know we we broadcast uh, a lot of New Year's Eve is is a big time for for serious because we mm. broadcast a lot of live concerts oh, happening across the U.S. Cool, so they cool. need people. Uh, you know, manning the stations back at HQ yeah. to coordinate the launch of those of those For sure, sets. yeah. Sounds like um, a lot of Some of the channels and shows that you were involved in, so Outlaw Country is mm-hmm. what uh, we talked about earlier. Um, I want to get into uh, Little Steven's Underground Garage. That was mm-hmm. with Steven Van Zandt, right? Yep, yeah. Little uh, no Steven sh- has uh, two channels, by the way. It's He's got two, Underground okay. Garage and Outlaw okay. are both his. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Outlaw is like the country version of underground garage, oh, uh, same okay. like his same philosophy. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, just that kind of like you know no boundaries, no fences. You know, just like good music, but yeah. within a, uh, a scope. Yeah. Um, just you know, artists that don't fit anywhere else, right? But do have something in common that like network of yeah. uh, of camaraderie. Yeah. Because uh, like you know what what makes what what makes those channels special in the way they're curated is. Uh, a lot of a lot of the artists we play like they have some connection to each other. Yeah. Same same with the, the with the DJs or the personalities as as we call them. Yeah. Uh, our our DJs are also artists who mm-hmm. play around in that same sphere. Because yeah. you don't want some like you know yeah, Joe yeah, Schmo yeah. FM guy who's yeah, like right. I'm a DJ. Uh, this is hear this song like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Wait. like like you know you need someone who. 
you know, like it's of the who, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who can tell yeah. you why it's good? Yeah, because they are yeah. that how music. Do, how does know? that? How do those partnerships come about? Like, do they pitch a show to you uh, guys, or do you like look for hosts like that? Uh, you know, uh, sometimes it's just you know a lot of our program directors are also uh, people who come from those communities. For example. Uh, you know Elizabeth Cook, who's like a songwriter, a singer-songwriter in Nashville. She's yeah. a she's a DJ, yeah. and like before she was a DJ on Outlaw, she was you know, kind of doing a press tour for one of her albums. Mm-hmm. And you know when she was doing her rounds at, at Sirius, uh, you know one of her program directors like recognized that she has like a really strong and and attractive personality that mm-hmm. that people you know like to listen to and, yeah. and so he he pitched the idea to her it just kind of like came from that mm-hmm. uh so yeah sometimes sometimes it comes from uh you know relationships that mm. come from like a past life or right. maybe you see someone on youtube uh who has a show and, and he's got a very magnetic personality yeah. mm. who'd be good at like selling something right or communicating an idea uh, so like it, it really comes from like anything. We try to avoid like you know the the typical framework of uh, of what a DJ is right. and go outside of the box and just yeah. have a person mm-hmm. on there you know talk about it. And so th- that's that's what we kind of like strive for in, yeah. in personalities. Yeah. <laughs> red, white, red, white, and booze. Uh, yeah. So that's first of all, great name. <laughs> Yeah, so that's like you know, you know, we we have a lot of different like types of stations on our platform uh-huh. that all serve a different purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know, some some stations the goal is music discovery. Yeah. Uh, so we can so on on there we can take the risk and playing new artists and new music. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we also have stations that uh, don't have any personalities on them, but they're more. Uh, they're more designed to uh, create a certain vibe or atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, something to have on, like, you know, at a party or whatever, uh, just to kind of set the mood. Mm. And uh, Red, White, and Booze was one of those like online-only channels that we call gotcha. call them. Uh, you know, they're they're separate from the satellite uh, package. Like the extra channels is that one of them? Uh, that's another. That's thing. another thing. That's okay, another that's thing. But similar, similar. Okay. Similar, they both. Serve the same purpose. Gotcha. But yeah, so Red, White, and Booze was a, essentially a Fourth of July party all year round <laughs> uh, that plays a mix of country music spanning from the '60s to now, yeah. sprinkled in with some like you know classic rock uh, that from like the American zone. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> we're not really concerned about you know breaking new artists or yeah. or or. Yeah playing new music we just want to play music that people are familiar with that's kind of like a guaranteed hit i guess is one way to put mm, it word. you know although when we start using the word hit like that's that gets so arbitrary and there's so many like different you know variables that especially nowadays yeah especially yeah. nowadays. but you know ultimately hits like is defined as like you know is it familiar you know uh you know what's the burn rate yeah, yeah. Much. for sure um, so you already kind of talked in talked a little bit about what it was like to kind of work in a very like live kind of always on mm-hmm. type of environment. Um, how does like the data piece start to come in? Um, we I, I first met you uh, with Josh, one of our data scientists. Which by the way, he wants to say hi. Hi, Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, 
uh, this was like a mid to late last year, uh, mm-hmm. I want to say. And so um, you really, to me, seemed like like super like on the status thing. <laughs> and I thought that was like so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, satellite radio is already kind of like another step kind of mm-hmm. beyond traditional terrestrial radio, right? Because mm-hmm. you're already kind of like in a, a technologically different space. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the data thing specifically, you really seem to... Yeah. To yeah, well, really latch onto it. So I'm just kind of curious, where do you think that comes from? Uh, I don't know. I guess, you know, I, just because like, I, I, I know how how important data is in solving problems and, you know, proving why something <laughs> is the way it is. You right. know, like, radio can be kind of, like, arbitrary sometimes, especially when it comes to, like, picking music and, and deciding, like, what to be played. Uh, and, like... You know, it's, it's not just it's not just one person sitting behind a computer and listening to music and being like, I like that song, let's play that and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Like that's a big part of it. Yeah. But like data and and how you aggregate that data and, and collect it and analyze it can can back up your arguments and, and and kind of give you a little bit more credibility as to like I picked this song and how do I know how do I know that this song is really sticking? Mm-hmm. You know, like from the moment I I started playing this song, or from the moment I, I put this song into rotation to to now, like how how fast did it grow? Mm-hmm. You know, like and one of the things I love about chart metric is like your your velocity metrics mm-hmm. that shows like how quickly it grew, and I think that that KPI is is so much more important than just total streams, yeah. you know, or, or just, like, you know, rate of change. Yeah. Because eventually, if you're an artist and you, and you release a song, eventually it'll get to a million streams. Yeah, yeah. It might take a million years, <laughs> but eventually it'll get there. Yeah. But if you can get to a million streams from zero, you know, faster than artist B, mm-hmm. then obviously that artist A is much more influential and he has a much bigger impact. Right. You know, maybe he has a bigger community yeah. and that's why it's spread so fast. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he has a really good, you know, management team or a good PR, like, yeah. team, you know. Could be a bunch th- of there's, a, there's a lot of variables that that can, you know, increase that rate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just, I found that really fascinating and, and doing doing the same thing for eight years... I, I got stuck in this in this world of like always being on the pulse of like what's what's going on right now in music. Mm-hmm. I needed a different perspective mm-hmm. on that because most people, you know, don't know what just came out a week ago. You know, like it usually it takes time to really catch fire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what that's why I, I, I decided to like kind of make that change uh, from like a more cre- from a creative. For, you know, work environment to more like analytical and, and yeah. I, I want to know, I, I wanted to learn how how you collect that data and and how how you can manipulate it to find the trends that you want so mm-hmm. that you can determine you know, which artists you should support yeah, yeah. you know, but you know, that's not to say that like that gut feeling in a in a music programmer isn't valuable. You need that human creation to make the the emotional connection yep. from from the listener to to the songs. Yeah, yeah. Like as a good example for like why that human connection that that human element is uh, you know is so valuable 
is you know so that that's that's the role of of the DJ. The DJ's role is to make that connection, uh, make that emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And to jump to my you know my my anecdote here, uh, I was riding in a car with a friend of mine, and we were listening to Lithium. Uh, Nirvana. Uh, uh, lithium are our nineties ground oh, yeah. station on Sirius. <laughs> okay, but it comes uh, from that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, no, and so, like, you know, the DJ comes on and uh, he's he's setting up Intergalactic by Beastie Boys. <laughs> nice. And obviously, an overplayed song. Like, I don't think we like. You don't need to hear that song again. It's so overplayed. <laughs> But, but the, what what the what the DJ did was really clever. He he set this he set he set it up by by referencing a line in the song that most people would you know would probably like uh, over overlook uh, because because you know they they kind of mumble over it in the uh-huh. song. Uh, and so he it. sets it up and he's like and the line is. Now when I wrote graffiti, my name was Slop. If my rap suit, my beats is stuck. Now I didn't, I didn't recognize that song when I first heard it. Uh-huh. But like him pointing that out and like kind of you know articulating it, like to me as a listener, I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't, I didn't know that, yeah, and that yeah, yeah. made me want to stick around to hear that song yeah, so yeah, I can yeah, point yeah. that out. That's really yeah. cool. Now whether or not like. Now, whether or not you stayed on the station to hear it, or or you looked it up on like a DSP, it's that framing of a overplayed, overburnt song that kind of gives it new context right. and new mm-hmm. meaning. That's uh, a cool story. Yeah. So. So cool. yeah, like that. That's an example for why the DJ is so important. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. And radio, it yeah. just adds that you know. That context. Yeah, 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 yeah. context. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Gives mm-hmm. you that, another perspective yeah, right, yeah. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just being a passive listener. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned you were in a car, right? Yes. <laughs> Have you come across the, uh, the Infinite Dial study? It's by, done by Edison Research. No, I have this one. So Edison Research is a really cool company. I think, uh, do you know they're based in New York? I think they're based in New Jersey, actually. Jersey? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so it's, it's a, first of all, it's a cool name. I just think it's a cool Infinite Dial. But they do it every year. Um, they call a bunch of people and basically get a representative sample mm-hmm. of the country, the U.S., um, about just their listening habits when it comes to mm-hmm. anything, just just audio. So it obviously a big part of its music, but it's also like talk radio. It's also other things, you know, yeah. what kind of devices you're listening to. And they're mm-hmm. a huge polling company. Like they do like politics. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, all no, the, I'm sorry, yeah. All the exit polls, that's them. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so. <laughs> They have this thing that they do every year called the Infinite Dial. I think they released it probably in the beginning of this year, so maybe the new one is probably coming out um, pretty soon. Um, but so there's this one I wanted to, uh, to 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 mention to you that I thought you might find interesting. So <laughs> audio sources currently ever used in car, and so like the the base was 18 and over uh, Americans who have driven or just ridden a car in the past month. You know, whenever they made these calls, and it goes. First of all, SiriusXM is doing well. It's like 20, like from 2017 to 2019, it's like 22%, 21%, 22%. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's in there, almost like a quarter of like these people. Um, around the same is like podcasts. Mm-hmm. A little bit higher in like the high 20s is online radio. And then in like around 50 CD players. And then two more. Uh, around like a little bit le- like mid 40s is like owned digital music, which I don't even know what that means, owned, honestly. Like, hmm. 
Maybe like you like plug in your MP, you're plugging in your MP3 yeah. player. Maybe like maybe that huh. you know iTunes downloads something like that. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, it must be. I don't know. <laughs> your Zune. Yeah, and then <laughs> at so those were those were percentages of people over eighteen who listen to have been in those, a car in the past month things. whenever they okay. did yeah. these calls. And of course in the in the like eighty eighty two range huh. is you can probably fill in the blank. Uh, FM, AM, FM radio. Yeah, because it's in every car and it's yeah. easy to use. You know, but like that's so, our big, one of our biggest competitors. Right. But so, mm. but the cool thing is, so I mean, I did a little bit of research on Sirius yeah. XM, and like, so like all these kind of like manufacturing agreements with a lot of you know Chrysler with Ford, Toyota, Honda, GM, um, BMW, um, like a huge, like really awesome thing for satellite radio, right? Mm-hmm. Because like it's now enjoys the same. I actually, so I actually have a, I have a 2014 BMW i3. It's used. I'm like the third owner on it. I actually just realized that I had satellite radio <laughs> on it. And you I had a free it. trial? Yeah. So, and then, so I didn't even know that one. And then, so I recently, um, had some, I had an issue and had to get taken in for service. Hmm. And then I get this email. And then it was like, hey, uh, you know, thanks for getting your car serviced or whatever, whatever. Uh, do you want a free trial on SiriusXM? I was like, I think I do. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even realize yeah, it was not. in there. Yeah. And so I activated it. I actually listened to Out, uh, Outlaw Country cool. to, 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 to get an idea of what you've been working on for the past few years. And I thought that was super cool. And now we're listening to it and we're enjoying it a lot. So I just Excellent. think it's... Excellent. So, I mean, how do you... F- I mean, kind of moving forward, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, know, I know right now you're, you're doing something different, but, like, you know, what, where do you feel like that's how that's going to work out for kind of the company and just kind of satellite radio? I think, I think what, what's going to help us is just our, our mobile platform right? and making sure that people are aware of the fact that we do have an app. Yep. Uh, I shouldn't say we because I'm not part of it. <laughs> uh, the love is there. I can, I can, I can hear yeah, it. Uh, people should be aware that that they do have an app. Yeah. You know, you can get on their phone. You can get it at, on on any like home, on co- any connected home device. Yeah. You know, Alexa, Google Home, uh, PS4. You know, I think Xbox. You know, Roku. Like yep. pretty much anything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so like it's it's really not we're not really dependent on on uh, on cars anymore. Which yeah. Is, which is cool. That's you awesome. Know, like you can. You can just you know come home and just say hey Alexa play blank on on blank and and boom it started and you can just go through your normal routine and yeah. have that on the background you yeah. know and and don't have to worry about like you know creating your own playlist and, and figuring out oh what what am I in the mood for like mm-hmm. I choose this song and oh, I'm not up to date with the latest music so then i gotta like do research well as serious like you know that's that's their job yeah you know, their job is to filter out all 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 the crap and and just play with things that like you might actually you know dig yeah you know mm-hmm. because because based off of the data like it's gaining speed everywhere everywhere else so yeah. like you know the odds are like you know the odds are 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 greater that you'll you might connect to it too yeah you know if 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 there's a community on our platform that 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 you feel like you're a part of like yeah. whether you like grunge or or hip-hop or rap or r&b country top 40 whatever mm-hmm. like there's there's a community for you yeah. you know 
uh, that you can kind of latch on to and rely on them for 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 that discovery purpose. Yeah. Do you think that's something that may, might be holding streaming back from penetrating the car market <laughs> is that it is it isn't fully integrated into the car yet? Yeah. In a big way, or is it? Yeah, it's it's a slow process yeah, too, yeah. because especially you know, yeah, I'm I'm not a car expert, but <laughs> I, I do know like you know, automob- the automobile industry are, you know does progress pretty slowly. Like mm. you know they 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 have like you know the 2022 model out already, and right. like they're they're planning five six years ahead, uh, yeah. and so to kind of like you know make sure that your product is in that next generation, like mm-hmm. you, you have to have a good relationship. And fortunately, like Sirius does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, like that's where we kind of have a, a leg up compared to the other DSPs totally. and whatnot. Yeah. Huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just started rolling out uh, these these new uh, devices in in cars called like 360, and it's basically. Uh, a hybrid of our satellite and streaming mm-hmm. uh, service. Huh. It's actually pretty cool how it works because, like, whichever signal is strongest, like, it'll automatically switch from, you know, your satellite receiver or it'll connect to your car's IP wow. to get all the additional online channels. That's uh, and so, like, that's oh. that's a very new yeah, yeah, yeah. new yeah, thing amazing. that's just kind of rolling out on yeah. uh, certain cars. Talk in sports radio. Hmm. So, n- now you didn't work with that. You didn't work with, like, those kind of pieces, right? <coughs> no. Which are huge pieces, I'm assuming, for, yeah. for SiriusXM. So, um, it, was there ever, like, was there any kind of, like, cross-pollination between kind of, like, kind of those different between areas? Between top of, sports? That con- like, those different types of content within satellite radio? And, like, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we, we do our best to try and, like, cross-promote certain music programs that might be relevant to... Uh, to like, you know, the NFL channel mm. or, yeah. or certain talk channels that might share the same community. Red, white, uh, and blues. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Big, 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 big football fans yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, th- that actually brings up an- another interesting point is like, you know, because because our, our satellite service is like a one-way transmission, mm-hmm. w- you know, we never really had the advantage that, you know, Spotify or, or Pandora or these other, or Apple or these other streaming companies of having uh, actual user data on, like, on like behavior. Like monthly listeners or followers. Yeah, we never had that. So, like, we kind of had to rely on, on kind of, like, analog surveys to get feedback. Uh, I was going to ask, like, what, what data did you get as feedback mm-hmm. for uh, yeah, some so, of your programming? Yeah, so uh, one, of, one of my talking points, actually. <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. So, so one, one, of, one of the systems that we rely on to, to, get, to get, you know, uh, listener feedback on, on, like, new music that we're testing are, uh, like, weekly surveys that we send out to, like, a sample of listeners who voluntarily sign up to be a tastemaker, yep. as we mm. call them. Uh, and so what that means is, you know, every week they'll get an, uh, an email with a, a link to a survey. And in that survey, uh, you can listen to all the hooks for all the new music that we're currently testing, all the new mm. stuff. And uh, those, those questions that we ask are based on a Likert scale. Uh, so, and a Likert scale is 
basically the response data is based off of a, a, a five-point scale that ranges from five uh, being like, you know, I love this yeah. song and zero being I hate it and then everything in between, like yeah. this level of, uh, of agreement. Yep. Um, and each one of those responses has a weighted average. Sure. And from there, you can calculate uh, all that data and, and come up with a song score that kind of uh, places it, it, that kind of tells you where that song stands compared yep. to everything else that you're testing. Yep. Uh, and so that's a really powerful tool that we use uh, that lets us know, you know, whether, you know, whether a song is, is connecting. You mm -hmm. know, it tells us, uh, you know, how familiar it is, uh, how burnt it is. Uh, how many people love it, how many people hate it, mm -hmm. you know, so like if if a song's super burned, super familiar, obviously we're going to slow that down yeah. so people don't get tired of it, mm. uh, but you know, if if there's like a high potential score and a modest like, you know, actual score, then mm. that tells us, okay, this is really connecting, we're going to like, you know, play the hell out of this yeah. and really like hammer it in because... You know, the the best way to get a song stuck in your head is repetition. Yeah. And the more you hear it and the more you like it, like, it just kind of snowballs from yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of... That our, was, like, the, the main source of data. Yeah, for, that's... Yeah, that... And then... It's cool. Yeah, and, and, and that, now, that we, now that they have, uh, you know, Pandora, we're, right. they're kind of working on, on how to integrate... Uh, Pandora's users' behavior with our listeners, yeah, uh, which is kind of tricky because you know they're different people. That's, right. Those are different groups, right? Uh, On top of the fact that now SiriusXM has a, an online yeah. piece, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, I know yeah. it's huge, yeah. um, but I can definitely see how that. On the, on the kind of metadata and data back end of it, it can get really confusing. Because even Pandora itself, which, of course, like if we should just be... So Pandora, just that acquisition happened... That last year, was last just January. last year, right? Yeah, so, exactly a year ago. Um, yeah. Even just Pandora itself is a pretty complicated product. You know, back in the day when it started, it was kind of like internet radio, super, super cool. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, uh, you know, years later, Premium came out. Mm-hmm. And then there's like all these kind of different ways that you can start a station based on an artist or based off a song. You know, those are kind of different. And then there's like the premium, which is kind of like your traditional yeah. kind of streaming, like, like on-demand on on platforms. Um, and so now that that is not part of SiriusXM, which is like mm -hmm. satellite radio, and then but the, the, you also have your there's just so much going on, mm -hmm. um, and there's so much I, I imagine to be like different audiences who have different kind of behaviors. Mm -hmm. You know, not only just with a platform that they use, but also the, the genres that they listen to mm -hmm. also probably affects some of the behavior that you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we, it's a lot of I really good work for a data scientist, isn't it? <laughs> it's too much, yeah, it's too much. I'm just trying to take things one day at a time. Uh, but yeah, like, it's one of like the first joint, uh, you know, projects that they did together was to like combine the two was uh, they created a station that just was based on uh, you know the most thumbed up songs on Pandora, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, as as a way to see like what people were listening to, yeah. you know, uh, organically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because that in that same Edison um, Infinite Dial study, Pandora actually has the most name recognition in America. Hmm. Interesting. Of 
of just like any music between kind of Spotify, Apple gotcha. Music, any of the huh. competitors. Pandora is like the most yeah ubiquitous brand recognition huh. wise, at least. Yeah. yeah, no, they have a very powerful uh, marketing <laughs> team too. Yeah. yeah, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a really cool analytics uh, company behind mm. it as well. Next oh. Big Sound. Um, oh, yeah, yes. that happened in like 2013, 2014. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. A company that uh, we really look up to in terms of like chart metric. Like they, mm. they were in the game like ten years before mm. uh, we even started. Like, um, yeah, Alex White, one of the co-founders, um, is actually. Uh, so I went to NYU as Rucker is going to NYU now for music business, and he uh, was uh, kind of adjunct faculty in data um, analysis. In right? data analysis, yeah. and um, he uh, was one of the co-founders of Next Week Sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's now really it is cool. over at Pandora, and now I guess also at Sirius yeah. XM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we even mention digital TV? Yeah. Is that even a thing? There's nothing interesting yeah. there, is there? I mean, I mean, when you talk about things, like that, that's important. Okay. Like, I mean, that's another like you know data metric that we that we look at. Is, yeah. Is uh, you know just like. TV appearances on t Tonight Show because yeah. like, you know, th obviously that's that's a sign that that it's hit the the mass market at that point. Okay, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> so cool. So I wanted to kind of to turn a page a little bit um, and start talking about uh, your recent moves. So yeah. you you after almost like eight years at Sirius, mm -hmm. you decided, hey. <laughs> I want to go back to school. Yeah. And so you are at, it's Flatiron School, right? Yeah, here Flatiron School. Uh, yeah, yeah. They have a branch here in New York. And yeah. they have uh, campuses all, all over the country. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think I mentioned earlier, but uh, I'll say it again. Um, uh, yeah, like I just, I was getting tired of, the, of the, doing the same thing every single day. Yeah. And like I wasn't being challenged and I feel, felt like I had a ceiling and mm -hmm. I just needed... I, I knew I, I wanted to stay in music, uh, but I just needed a different perspective. Uh, and uh, because, you know, data science is such like a, a growing field yeah. and uh, there's such a demand for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, also the, the salaries are, are pretty good. At it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I've always liked kind of like the technical side of things and, and, Problem solving and, and figuring out why things uh, are the way they are. Uh, this seemed like like the perfect fit. Like I could, and even if I if I got tired of, of music, I could do anything mm. with yeah. this. Like uh, so, that, like that, just like the scalability and the 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 growth potential that that path like mm -hmm. had like was really really sexy to me yeah so. and specifically data science right because like yeah. are not a lot like a lot of um schools that are kind of catering towards like this tech space mm -hmm. um you could have went the, the programming route you know mm -hmm. being a computer engineer mm -hmm. um you know data engineering um ui ux like yeah. user experience like why was it data science specifically that you wanted to focus was it was it that clear from the beginning when you decided uh, to go back to school or we um, kind of like kind of choosing between. Yeah, I mean, I, I've you know, it's it just it was a combination of of you know having friends who have gone through that program, and knowing uh, my own potential mm. uh, and just the way my brain works. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I I never really thought of myself as like a creative person, and I feel like to do like software engineering or UI like that's. You're, you, when you get into that realm, you start playing with like 
you know, layouts and how things work mm-hmm. and, and what's appealing to the eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I felt like dealing with something that was a little bit more hardwired and objective, but still, uh, but still offered a lot of uh, possibilities and, and different ways of solving problems was better. It fit the way my brain worked yeah. Yeah. Uh, better. I love it, man. Um, Super cool. Yeah. Can I share? Um, can I can I share an email you sent uh, sure. last year to me? <laughs> sure, uh, we can get this out if you want. But so this is basically it was like a like a, a chart metric yay moment that Jackson shared when he was still with uh, SiriusXM. So he's using chart metric and something really cool happened. He goes, "Hey, Jason, how's everything?" Just want to check in and share a real life example of how Trump actually helped me out, <laughs> right? Is this, are you, yeah, are you yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It can't be bad if you're reading it on air. So. <laughs> <laughs> in our weekly music meeting, Sturgill 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 Simpson was brought up in our weekly meeting on account of a sudden spike in streams that occurred a week after his the release of his last latest album, and only modest streaming actions. What caused this sudden flux? Well, after the meeting, I did some digging to try to find out what might have caused this. It wasn't the Netflix special, which was already out for a week. It certainly wasn't Joe Rogan's podcast. So when I looked at the playlist ads for that week, one thing stood out. It was Spotify's Rock This with 4 million followers, and it, it got added on the 4th of that month. Hmm. Hard to say 100% if that caused a spike, but it's the best evidence I found. I also hmm. looked into it after the fact, and hmm. I also came to the same, yeah. same conclusion. So. The seeds of data science. Yeah, so yeah. Right, no, right, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like those moments right there, right there, I think, like, you know, that make me, like, like you know, data science so much. Like, yeah, a, a lot of insights. it, a lot of it is, most of it is probably just, like, you know, boring, like, menial, like, numbers, and, you know, you can get, you can get really lost in yeah. all these nested loops, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and, and lists and dictionaries and stuff, but, like, when you're able to, like, pinpoint you know like the cause of of of, of an effect it feels really really good just i like, felt the enthusiasm yeah like, from my computer screen yeah it just was, that, it was cool yeah, yeah even if it wasn't like the definitive uh you know you know instance that yeah. that did it like it's, it's it's the best example that i could find yeah you know? no, so awesome, just to be able to like track behavior Using using that stuff is yeah. really cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a lot of the times, like you know, I've had like so many moments in in class where I'm like, you know, grinding my head against against the wall and just like you know, just pulling the hair out of my head and just be <laughs> like, I can't, I I'm so lost, I don't get this, like I, I'm I don't belong here. And then you finally like you you f- you fix something, like like a misplaced comma or or just like a you know, missing a, a keyboard argument or something yeah. like, <laughs> and and you and then and then you execute it and like no error, and you get an output. And like, like, yes, <laughs> God. And then yeah, and then you take a break, and then you, then you then you're onto something else that you're you know frustrated over. Right, and it's right. just like it's a roller coaster of of emotions. The, which pay, I, I the really payoff like. is sweet though when, yeah. when it works. Yeah. You're almost how far are you through the program? So uh, yeah, I just started a week ago and yeah, loving it. So and then it's, far. Uh, it's yeah. like was it how long is it? Uh it's, it's fifteen weeks. Fifteen weeks. Woo <sighs> Yep. Yep. Not, not doing anything but that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wow. is my full time. Five days job. a week full time, right? Yep. That's dope. Yeah. So you you also mentioned uh, like this interest that you had in how does one define a hit? Mm. Remember that you said that. So mm. um, I'm curious. Did you 
did you are you curious about this topic from well I'm sure just a, just from a general perspective mm -hmm. but it seems like also probably from a data perspective too like what are the different variables that are measurable that could possibly be yeah yeah kind of like, is that kind of where you're going with this is yeah that, is yeah that just because like you know in 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 my past experience like whenever I've asked somebody like how do you know that song's a hit how do you know that that's made it and like yeah. no one can really give me a straight answer yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's so complicated and yeah. I guess it's it's different. People define what a hit is, you know, by different measures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, you know, depending on like what what data you're able to collect, you know, you can you can say like this is a hit because because X many people are familiar with this many songs, or this is a hit because uh, it grew really really fast, yeah. or this is a hit because. Uh, because I like it, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. it's just, just it's just a such an open ended question mm -hmm. uh, that you know it's something that like I plan on on using as one of my final projects, and uh, you know, trying to trying to define that in my own way. Yeah. Um, ultimately, what makes a, a good song a good song is just you know, do people like it? Like, who cares about what the professionals yeah, think, yeah, you know, yeah. or, you know, radio DJs or whatever. Like, if, if if a song, like, gets you up in the morning or if a song, you know, gets you to the gym or if it, if it gets you through, like, a, you know, tough family issues, yeah. you know, like, that's, that's what matters. We want to do some quick-fire questions. Um, kind of this or that okay. type of stuff. Okay. Just rapid fire. Okay. If you want to get into it, we can get into it if you want to explain it. But uh, we just want to hear kind of the first thing that comes to your mind and just okay. get a better idea of you and where your head's at in terms of just kind of music, data, just mm -hmm. life. Arena or dive bar? Dive bar. Well, uh, <laughs> that's tricky. Qualification. Uh, depends <laughs> depend, depend on, the, on the artist. Yeah. That's yeah, depends on sure, the artist. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. and depends on my mood. But I guess, you know, I guess I'll, I'll probably lean towards uh, a smaller venue. Yeah, 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 totally. Followers or monthly listeners? Um, hmm. <laughs> Don't think about it too much. Uh, followers. Okay. okay. Followers. Why? Uh, if you, you know, you, you can have a, a large monthly listener account, but only like five, only, only five followers and... That doesn't really say anything about like, it. So but by the like, long term, by the long term. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Long term, like mm -hmm. if you have a bigger following, yeah. then you know that's, that's those are more people yeah. talking about you yeah. and more people who can like connect them to their yeah. ne their networks. Got you. Earbuds or headphones? Um, headphones. When I'm when I'm editing, but <laughs> earphones. <laughs> yeah, I should really put an if then clause in, in these. Oh man! Uh, I just get two data science. The class is slipping you. in. The class is slipping in. Uh, Viral hit or slow growth over time? Uh, I think slow growth. <laughs> Is that what you, you thought about it? You thought about it. Though. Well, yeah. I mean, viral hits like nice, but then you're just gonna, kind of, you know. I think viral yeah. hits just like you know you get get burnt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, but, but also it's that rate. Of yeah, growth. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the velocity. PC or Mac? Um, PC. I grew up being a Mac guy, uh, and then now I'm 
then I transitioned over to PC when I started work. Uh, but then now when I started school, now I had to go back to Mac. So it's like, yeah, it's really tough yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Especially the, with the position of the of the command key. Yep. Always trips me up. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram or Snapchat? Um, Instagram. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's have a, it. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? I guess Instagram, because I, I still don't really know how TikTok works. <laughs> I know it's important. It's uh, fun, dude. But uh, I just, I don't know, I, I logged on one, one time, and I just didn't really know what I was looking at. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got yeah. that same feeling out of Snapchat, but... Hmm. Yeah, ironically, I'm super as the oldest person in this room. It sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm like the most into TikTok. Do you, Tupac? Uh, Tupac. Why, why does everybody? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm the I only mean, one. I'm, I'm the only. Yeah, baby. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a West Coast person, but I just like Tupac better. Excel yeah. or Google Sheets? I'm gonna say pandas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, expl- explain to the listener. Well, what well pandas right, so are. Pandas is a uh, data science library. Uh, well, it's a Python <laughs> library that's that that mo- that's leagues ahead of Excel. Like, yeah. Excel, like maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Right, right. You know, if 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 you're the guy in the office who knew how to use Excel, like you're it. You're right, the right. guy who everyone came to to like make tables yep. look pretty. Yeah. Uh, but like Pandas is kind of like taking over that in terms of when it comes to uh, taking a data frame and, and like organizing it and manipulating it mm-hmm. and graphing it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, let's see. Uh, streaming or vinyl? Um, that's a tough one. They both have di- they both have pros and cons. Uh, I'm gonna say streaming just because I use that more. Yeah. But you know I appreciate vinyl, yeah. you know for for the quality. But yeah. you can't beat the convenience of yeah. of streaming mm-hmm. and the connectivity. Charts or playlists? Um, nice playlists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although like charts can be based off of a lot of different things, though, right? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's almost like what's the difference? Sometimes charts can be. Based off of you know playlisting playlist. activity, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're so correlated. Might not even be that that much of a this or that anymore. <laughs> Backstreet Boys or In Sync? Hmm. Backstreet be- Backstreet Boys because uh. they they tried really hard to make a comeback <laughs> this past year. They almost had a hit, but didn't quite cut it. So you're respecting the the comeback game? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, which one is Timberlake though? That's In Sync. In Sync. Uh, I respect him too, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like yeah. him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's go with Backstreet Boys. Just okay, fair enough. To have a solid answer. <laughs> so, thanks so much for chatting with us today. Well, thank you for having me, Jackson. Yeah, this was awesome. Uh, is there a way for people to contact you if they want to get in touch? Uh, yeah, you can uh, reach me on my Twitter okay. at Jackson A Bull. Jackson A. Bull. Is yeah. that, are there underscores in, in Just that, there? nope. Jackson A. Bull. Jackson yeah, a. Bull. One, one string. Awesome. That's it, Jackson A. Bull on Twitter. I'll give you, I'll give you guys my Instagram, too, in case you care. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, reach me at Instagram, uh, just... Jackson Bull. Jackson. <laughs> J- Jackson Bull, yeah. Simple, easy. Yeah. Okay, man. There it is. There it is. So feel free to reach out to Jackson and, and talk about uh, satellite radio, music, data science. 
All the good stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. How Music Charts is written, produced by Jason Hoban and Rucker Rosenborg of Chartmetric. Special thanks again to Jackson Bull. Free Chartmetric accounts are available at chartmetric.com, and article links and show notes are always at podcast.chartmetric.com. That's it for Season 2, Episode 3 of How Music Charts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Woo! Yeah, snaps. <laughs>